0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast. for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're kind of live. We are. <laughs> this is so cool.
1: Coming off of a live. We're
0: at the Las Vegas market and I mean I don't get to do many interviews in person anymore. And you guys are gonna love you probably already know her. Bregan Jane. I can't even believe you're here. You're here.
1: Well, I just have to say, I had the pleasure of interviewing you right. <laughs> in front of a live audience, and I haven't seen that much engagement with um, just people and connection in the way that you and your fellow co-hosts today were able to bring out. And I'm really grateful that you were willing to sit down and chat it with was, me. So here,
0: we I are. Know, here we are. Um, <laughs> we did a panel at the Las Vegas market all on podcasting, which is so crazy, but it was really cool because there was this neat like intersection of podcasting podcasting and then like fashion and design and really really was a lot of fun talking about the ideas a
1: bunch of experts in their space much like your podcast who all had a <laughs> different right. approach to how you guys have become so successful in the space and i learned a lot so thank it, you
0: it was great you were an awesome host um most of you probably know Bregan. i mean incredible interior designer you've probably seen her on tv um, through many of her different outlets including the hgtv Dream home. Yes. I've like, been, I have been that every submitting year. every day, by the way. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I've never won. I've tried many years.
1: Hey, uh, n- <laughs> Now that I get to see them before the rest of the world, I'm like, I feel sort of like left out of the fact that I can't apply. So, so
0: that's right. You probably can't.
1: Uh, I can't. Right. I can't. And they are amazing. This this year's house was in Denver, Colorado. And um, Brian Patrick Flynn was the designer behind it. And he is just such a genius that every house that I go through that he does and touches, I'm just like, I want it. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> Well, um, you're so well known in this space and you've built your brand. And so that's what we're talking about today is, you know, we have a lot of um, individuals come on that are founders and entrepreneurs and they're, they're building like a, a new product or a new service uh-huh. or or whatnot. And we talked about that actually for the last two or three hours. But um, it's, in, in this case, it's you. And so I just think that's so cool. So I tell you what, for those that might not know you, which probably are not very many people, <laughs> how about share a little bit about how you got into this business?
1: Well, I definitely am a serial entrepreneur. And I am more known as an interior designer, but that came out of the talent that I feel like I was given. But the reality is, I started in real estate investing and flipping. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Be, uh, because I I can't s- stop starting businesses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's not a cool. That's it's like a per, that's like kind of built in. Right? Yeah,
1: and and. I had the opportunity to do it for some very successful people. I held a role as an estate manager in um, my early 20s. And I learned a lot about property ownership and the remodeling sort of process. And that's where I really got my feet wet. And I realized that I sort of tapped into this talent that I was given. And so it's been very easy for me to translate that into the business that is Brig and Jane. Ah, that is nice. me. The brand. Right? The yep. brand. Um, but it starts with being an entrepreneur with a different idea every week. So when I put it under the umbrella of Brig and Jane, then I can then I can write right. children's books.
0: Totally. You can add anything underneath that, right? Exactly. That's what's the cool we talked about that too. Like uh, I in, in you know, my background written. Launch products like the podcast whatnot, you kind of add that underneath your brand, right?
1: Totally. And I had spent a career uh looking for the thing that was my thing and wanting to dabble in a bunch of different places. I should also mention I'm a mother of two boys. <laughs> right.
0: I <laughs> I failed to mention that in no, your bio. <laughs>
1: and uh, And I say that because with the birth of my children came a lot of direction in my purpose. And I don't know if that's always a story we hear about female entrepreneurs, but there was more of a lioness quality that I was able to put on myself and what I was putting out in the world. And That's where Brig and Jane, the brand, really came from is I wholeheartedly decided I'm starting something that's mine, that I'm not building for somebody else, that no one can take away from me. And it's I'm ready to commit at this part of my career to building whatever that becomes.
0: So I love that. And what a great lesson for those that are listening. Um, When did it become more than a hobby? So, you know, cuz you you kind of re- you 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 yeah. know, read your bio and you were working in the industry went not when did it go when did you realize, "Oh my gosh, this is turning into it's something bigger. You know, I'm getting a, a broader, I'll say, audience." What th- what did that look like over time?
1: I mean, for me realistically, I think that interior design is often seen as a hobby because it's a a role that has been portrayed typically by females in the space as um, maybe a wife's job, right? Or, and I'm just, that's historically when we see people shopping for really beautiful aesthetics and we're looking back on movie vignettes of what that is, right? It's a very female role. And so I think a lot of times, like, you know, the, the pillow picking parts of design are seen as a hobby for me. I was giving up a career in um, sort of estate management with a v- with a very prominent producer in LA. I was I was very successful in my space at the time. Um, and so for me, it started as this can't be a hobby. This isn't Got it. pillow picking. Got it. this is I'm gonna go all in. I'm going to buy my first house and I'm going to see how good I am at this. <laughs> no way. I love it. <laughs> um, and, and part of that was because at the time my transition was dependent um, or sort of happened because I was pregnant with my first child and I knew I wanted to work for myself and I didn't know if it was going to pay off. But I, but I had this power behind me that wasn't, oh, I'm really good at picking out outfits and I'm really good (laughs) at like picking paint colors. I was like, what can you do with this talent that you've recognized that can help put food on the table? Sure.
0: And it becomes something that can be a career. Right. Right. So, okay. And over time, you've had some amazing opportunities, um, and, and where we've all gotten to know you, right? So, how did those develop, and how did you kind of keep those growing over time? You know what I mean? How did you? How did you? Reinvent yourself also as you got into different programming and different shows and different outlets?
1: So I'm very goal oriented. (laughs) If we didn't pick up on that. By the way,
0: we didn't even talk about that on the stage earlier.
1: (laughs) Um, And I think that my goal at the time was to create a career out of something I was good at. And then my goal was to take every opportunity I was given and make the most of it. And Basically, like, with every opportunity that came my way, I was just like, I I have to crush it. And I I have no other option. I love that. (laughs) And that's how I've become who I am. I mean...
0: But there's many others in the industry. We've talked about contender, right? And being a contender. And then now look at where you are. You're really, you know, you're a winner in this space. But you got to put yourself out there. And it's one thing to have goals. I'm sure others are listening. Like, yeah, I have goals too. But like, so what has it been like that's helped you to find the success and find the next project and find the next, you know.
1: I reverse engineered other people's careers that I wanted.
0: Okay. So any good examples?
1: Yes. One of them was Martha Stewart. And I say that now because I'm like, I don't know who that confident girl was 10 years ago who was like, we're going to be the next Martha Stewart. <gasps> but right. I I believed it at the time. And the more success I've had, the harder it's become to say that. But I looked at her career and I was like, OK, she had television. She was sure. really good at speaking to an audience. She spoke to them daily. She had a blog and I made myself work towards those careers. You know, people don't know, but like when I started, I've always had a blog. I've had a blog for 10 years. Nobody calls me a blogger. We don't talk about my blog, but I made a commitment to content creation in my space and being an expert in my space. And I made myself write a blog every week for a year before I allowed myself to spend money on web design.
0: Oh, interesting. So you created content first.
1: And because I was like, I'm not starting something else that I'm going to throw money at. right? And I don't have the engine to keep up with. right? I'm going to build the engine and then make it pretty.
0: It's interesting because I think you probably, and you've met other people that have followed different approaches on that. And I, I see a lot of individuals regretting not doing the way you did you know they jump right in and they they're not even sure you know we heard someone on our panel today talking about i want to launch a podcast and it's like well why and where's your focus and like have you thought about all like the content piece before just i need to get some technology you know what i mean like
1: It's hard. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of like a New Year's resolution or a diet, right? Like some of those work really well for people and you see them make a life change in the middle of May, you know, Um, and there's a commitment and a reason and a follow through. But other times, often, I think that those moments can become this unachievable goal that weighs you down as an obligation more than it is what you want to tell the world
0: wow that's amazing and great perspective um let's talk interior design so how have things shifted or changed or not over the time that you've been involved in this industry like what's new and different or or is it a lot the same
1: you know there's technology elements that are here now that i've been trying to keep up with that i'm telling you i'm in over my head on but i'm trying to learn the connection between my children's Roblox world and the fact that I build homes and they connect it to me more with their want to build Legos out of home pieces wow then to complete a set
0: <laughs> interesting and
1: okay. i have no idea what any of that means but i stay a perpetual student sure because i think you know Ask anyone that question in their field over a span of 10 years and there's going to be something they've learned. Totally. Um, and I just know that right now technology is going to change the way we all do things. And I'm not quite sure how, but yeah, even I launched NFTs and it didn't really go anywhere, but <laughs> I told you, the I start a business lost a week. A no, 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 <laughs> no, I'm, no, I launched um, a line of uh, 3D modeled furniture oh, wow. that was actually built to scale so that if you bought the NFT, you could actually make the physical thing from my designs that's cool but i'm i think i'm a little bit ahead of my time but i'm looking at everybody else in the space and i'm like they're putting out 3d pictures sure i build 3d models
0: so funny um anything you haven't done yet that you are thinking it's on your radar screen it's like i really that would be really cool if you know maybe in the next 6 12 months or maybe into it's one of you know how like like you said, you're a goal oriented person. Right? So, like, I'm, there's got to be another goal or something you're of thinking about. Of course, there is. What would be of What would be a big idea is. for Brig and Jane?
1: You know, I still have not designed a hotel, and I really like connecting people. Interesting. And okay. I like I like the idea of somebody coming across my spaces who. And I like that person being so broad. And I think a hotel lobby is just a home to so many that it presents such a design challenge for me that I have not been given or had the opportunity to to do and I, a hotel lobby a hotel in general is like up there on that list.
0: <laughs> and here we are in Vegas where every hotel lobby is like gorgeous amazing
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> even
0: parts of the hotel would be cool to yeah. you know, focus on. Interesting um, you, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening and many of them are building their own brand while they're building another brand like what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd share with them as as they think about like the things they should be doing the things that they the routines the kind of the, 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 the mental model um, of building their own brand
1: so as somebody who has sort of like indulged myself in my many different um you know wants and passions I think that there's a through line of self that if you can find that it will help give purpose to the hundred ideas you have and and I'll, I'll share a lesson that I learned. Um, you know, I write children's books I mentioned, which is like totally non-related to anything. And I say that just to your listeners because they probably have a lot of ideas. Um, <laughs> For sure. But it took a friend of mine who was like, why don't you write a children's book about becoming an interior designer? And I was like, Wow, Modern, why did I idea. why had I thought of that? <laughs> and and that's a missed opportunity for me I think on the through line that I didn't put myself inside it the idea itself. You know what I mean? I do. Um so th- there's a lesson I learned from a conversation with a girlfriend 2 weeks ago.
0: how awesome is that you gotta be open to the unexpected right you You never know what you're gonna learn from people you do so fun well um today has been a blast thank you for taking some extra time at the end to do this interview where can our audience find you follow you connect with you kind of see what's next coming from you what does that look like
1: thank you mom for giving me unique name bregan (laughs) b-r-e-e-g-a-n bregan jane is uh the social handle the website the everything bregan jane we are uh as you said, trying to build a brand out of whoever that is this week. That's
0: so great. Well, it's been fun having you here with us and really appreciate you making the time. Thank you. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.